Blog Talk Radio.
In the name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only true Lord, and Amen, we trust. As the Republic of Mentelect, the real 144,000 is being gathered this day and time, the Mentalist, the Bright Race, the Amen Race. Good evening, I'm your host, the intellectual new Ben Minkares, and this is Mentelect Radio. And tonight, tonight, we're going to be discussing the real link between ancient Egypt and modern-day America. You know what the real link between ancient Egypt and modern-day America is? Us. Us. We are the link between ancient Egypt and modern-day America. In fact, the very same people who built those pyramids over there are the same people in ancient America who built these pyramids here. The same people, man. Same thing. They're linked in by the serpentine connection of the serpentine bloodline. They're linked in by that serpentine covenant. That's what they're linked in by. They're linked in by the images of the obelisk, which is representing patriarchal rulership, male rulership, or should I say man rulership, men being the law and women being the order. That's why if you notice in the obelisk, the obelisk looks as though it's really shaped like a penis, a man's penis, right? The obelisk, they have one in D.C., I think they have one in New York. They have them in Paris because that's supposed to represent masculinity. And they have the dome. Um, a lot of things are supposed to represent the woman's breast. And the breast was shown as a form of nurturing, you know, mother being a, nur- um, a nurturer, mother nature, a nurturer, the breastfeeding of children. You see, the nourishment of children, nurture, nourishment, right? But we are the link between ancient Egypt, and modern-day America, us. And the very peeps, people that built the pyramids over there in that ancient world, which was our ancestors, the same people that built them here in America. Don't let nobody lie to you. Don't let nobody lie to you. We represent that link. And the Amun set up these links, not just in ancient Egypt, not just in Sumeria, not in uh, ancient Sumeria, Mesopotamia, uh, Nubia, ancient America as well. We were everywhere. We were everywhere. The serpentine civilizations were their version, were the version of what you see the UN is today, the United Nations. That's what they were. That's why they were able to go and have the same structures and things like that because they keep sitting up here talking about, oh, you know, it's amazing how – in Egypt, you know, the pyramids like this, and or in ancient America, the pyramids like this, or they like this, and they got a lot of the same customs and things like that. Well, how is that so? When you're dealing with two different parts of the world, how is that so? Answer: Because it's the same people. It's the same people. We moved all over the place. I told y'all about sitting up here with this nonsense about ancestor DNA and ancestry.com.com nonsense. Our people was moving all over the place, man. And we are the real ancient Americans here. The Olmec, the Inca, the Aztec, the Mayan. That's us. That's us. The Egyptians, or what they call the Kemites. It's us. We are the link. You see? And they know that. They know that the powers that be, the ones who are trying to step into our uh, into our identities, the people who are trying to use our images, they, they hell-bent on teaching us that we come from Africa, that we are African and we pan-African. They don't want to mention ancient America. They don't want to m- mention ancient Egypt. They don't want to mention none of those places where we built civilizations or Mesopotamia. They keep talking about 
Egypt, uh, Africa, 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 right? They keep talking about Africa. And like I said, it makes you wonder why our history, our true history, our link to the serpentine, uh, 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 our link to that serpentine uh, community or connection, you makes you wonder why that seven, why they're trying to sit up here and act like, here it is, you can clearly see that these are bronze people here and they're not Africans. These are bronze people, you see. Bronze people, they're not black people, they're bronze people. Because like I said, these are not tribal Africans. This is the bronze race, the copper-colored races, which is us here in the Americas, here in the ancient world. That is us, you see. And they're trying to pass us off as Africans. They're trying to pass us off as so-called black people, you see, when you can clearly see us on these walls. You can clearly see who the first and the real rulership was. That link is us. And you see all of the symbols and things like that that we share with that ancient with ancient Egypt. And again, that just goes to show you why is it that our people we tend to flock more toward ancient Egypt and that than any Pan African stuff. There's been a little bit of a you know people been trying to you know you had one people who was trying to push the Egyptology that uh you know the pro Egypt or Egyptology ancient Egypt and then you had the others trying to push the whole African tribal thing, the whole tribal African thing. And our people tend to go more toward ancient Egypt than the tribal African thing. See, tribal Africanism was pushed on our people. And like I said, you have to be very mindful of these people who are sitting up here trying to tell us that we African or that we pan-African. Umar Johnson, who I did like a lot of things you said, but you still on this pan-African thing. And like I said, I got to look at you side-eye because you keep pushing this African thing. And one minute, you, you walking around in dashikis when we got a whole, a whole history, a whole culture here. We have a whole history and culture here in the ancient Americas. And you want to keep calling this African. Everything is African. No, nah, everything is not African. Everything is not. That whole idea and concept of Africa and that everybody comes from Africa, that, uh, uh, that we all just so-called black people only came from one part of the planet, that's some concept of the white man. That's some white man's concept. That didn't come from our people. So if Umar Johnson or anybody is pushing pan-Africanism and telling us that we ain't the ancient Egyptians, we ain't the ancient Americans, we ain't the first people here, then I don't, like I said, then you got to look side out at these people. If they're telling us that we wasn't the first rulers and the first government here and that we was brought over here on cargo slave ships and just going to obliterate our whole history of rulership here on this planet, that priest that was way before the so-called white man came here. Think back hundreds and hundreds of years. That meant, put it to thousands of years. Thousands of years our people was here. You know, in that documentary I told you all about, that one I saw, the white man told the truth. He tells you, and this document will put it back up on the wall, you know, he tells you that they try to make it seem like when they arrived in America, America was some, you know, uh, uh, um, some uh, uncivilized, savage place. and was some wasteland, and they came and built up America. They didn't come and build up a damn thing. The white man didn't come over and build up nothing. He came here to a place where land was being farmed already, so there was food here. There was people making clothing here. People were trading here. People were doing all that here, coming from other places, trading here. So America was thriving under the people who were in rulership. They just didn't have a unified government. They did things in sections. So the white man saw his way, saw how he could come in there and manipulate the people. That's what he did. 
he came in and manipulated the people. He took on a lot of their ways and customs because he wanted to be linked to that serpentine society. He wants to be linked to that. And he'll lie and try and uh, uh, submerge our history and our connection with that just so that he can embrace it. And he got a lot of you simple-minded black males up here doing the same thing, who pushing pan-Africanism, pushing Israelite teachings, pushing Islam, like I said, pushing Moorish science, which has nothing to do with any of us. We ain't got to go all the way across the damn border to somebody's religion and, and somebody's philosophy to try and find a connection with that. We got one right here. We got one right here. But, see, the reason why people embrace these things is because they got a slave mentality, and they really don't think that we came from the ruling class of people that were here before the so-called white man. While he was crawling around on all fours in the caves and whatnot, we was here in America ruling. You see, we've been here in America. You see, we came from the east of what they're calling Africa. We came from the Middle East. We come from our, we come, we came down, I'll just say it like this, we came down in what you call the Middle East. We came down from the fourth dimension, from the upper dimensions of this planet. We came down into the third dimension, into what you're now calling the Middle East, which you're now calling the Middle East. We came there and we started building all across. And like I said, at one point in time, at one point in time, everything was locked together. Everything was linked together. So it was nothing for us to go and walk from one, what you call in continents and countries, into another because they was all linked together. It was a time where you could just walk through. You could walk in from, you could walk to, uh, um, like you could do today, walk from, uh, walk into Asia from Europe because it really is no such thing as Europe. Everything is, that's all Asia, so-called Asia. But it was one time when it was one Pangea, one landmass, you could just walk there, and that's how our people got to a lot of places, or we sailed to places, and we set up shop. We learned the areas, and we set up shop, and we built there. We set up societies there. We set up civilizations there. And it was based on the serpentine laws and orders. Like I told you, the Olmecs are referred to, the real name of the Olmecs is Olmen. I told you, the real, go back and look at that document. They tell you the real name of the Olmecs. Is all men, right? The so-called white man, these Asians came across, they couldn't pronounce all men, and so all men became all mech, you see? And the word from that word mech is where the word Mexican come from, you see? They picked that name up later, but the all mechs were not Mexicans. They were not Spanish. They were not Latinos. They were not so, so-called Asian-looking mongoloid Indians. No, they were not. That was us. That was us on those walls. And like I said, you can see the similarities because they found Olmec heads going all the way back into damn, um, I forget, Uganda, somewhere they found Olmec heads. They found those Olmec he- hel- uh, helmets and crowns and things like that. You see, that would be the same way if somebody come along three, 400 years later and whatnot, and, they, and the, and the um, um, Mount Rushmore came down, and you found a big carving of George Washington head. You see, or you found the carving of whoever else is on there. I think Lincoln. Oh, I don't think he's on there, but you found the carvings of their heads that after the after the heads fell down off of the mountains and whatnot. You just haven't come across the, their heads. You're gonna think normally these people had some sort of society here. So when you see those bronze features and those bronze men, and, and hey. Like somebody showed that picture of George Floyd, he looks just like a damn Olmec, man. They sitting up here lying to you talking about the Olmecs and Mexican. George Floyd looks just like a damn Olmec. You see, 
I got people in my family look like this. You know, people. We got people. The women look like the bronze women of the day. Like I said, it's all the same people, man. We see the same people. You go into ancient Egypt, you'll see people that over there, the ones who haven't been mixed with the Arabs or the East Indians. You see the regular bronze people over there. They look just like the people here. It's the same people. You see. We know our people when we see our people. Our people are everywhere. People are everywhere. You see, we spread out. And like I said, we represent that link and that connection to the ancient world and the modern-day America. You see, this is why we're catching so much hell in America and modern-day America right now, because that link to the ancient world and that pulling toward into the future world is coming into alignment right now. Let me take a call. 704, you're in the air. Evening, brother. I had a question. Uh, so you do think that we did originate in what they call Africa now, right? But we just traveled no. here. No. So when you said we sailed, you're thinking we sailed from here to other places? You said, what would you say, sailed or, fa- or, fa- or fell? What would you say, sailed? Sailed, sailed, sailed. Because you said we sailed around in certain places. Do you? Are you thinking we started here and we sailed elsewhere? Or, yeah, well. Because when you say we, we, we're connected with Egypt, are you thinking that we were in Egypt first and then we came here? Well, here, here's the thing. They tell you that a lot of the pyramids over here are just as old as the pyramids in Egypt, some even older. So what does that tell you? Obviously, a lot of our people were here in America already from the start, and they projected down. Some of our people projected down in the east. We projected all over the place in a lot of different places. So when people say that we projected in one place, that's a lot. Because like I said, if you can see where people are inhabiting places at the same time, because it wasn't but one people on the planet at one time that was our people. The human race came later. So if you see, like I said, where people projected all the way down, because like I said, at one point this was one land mass, so there was no breaks. There was no, oh, you know, this is Africa, this is Europe. This is, it was no such thing as that. That came later. Mm-hmm. I so got we you. Were and, um... We were projected, we were projected on to the, the Pangea here, the land mass here that was pulled up out of the water, that was knocked down the mountains into the water to set up and solidify uh, uh, continents and countries and land mass, we we projected down on that. The pen, what mm-hmm. they call Pangea. All right, and All right. something else I was going to mention real quick. I, I mentioned this to you once before a while back, but uh, it's pertaining to what you're talking about now. Even the white mainstream science recognizes that we are not from the tribal Africa. Yeah. Um, they got a five race theory. I don't know if you know much about that five race theory that they come up with, but in the five race theory, there's three different groups of so-called blacks. And the group that we're in is not the same one as the tribal African, according to the white. Okay. Well, well, he's what he would be right. But here's the thing, though. For the longest time, he was sitting up here linking us all in. We was all tribal Africans. We all started off in tribalism, and this is what he's teaching. You know what I'm saying? Now he's, now he's yeah. admitting that we're not the same as the tribal Africans. Yep. Yep. 
I got he's one last thing real quick. He's going to soon, soon admit that we're not part of the human race, neither that we're another species. But see, he ain't ready to do that yet. Mm, that's, yeah, that's deep. I can see that, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One last thing I was going to say real quick. You were talking about the old Mac. Do you think I'm looking too too deep into this, or is there something here where have you noticed? Uh, you, you're familiar with like Thanos and Dark Side, right? Yeah, I heard, I, I heard a little bit of that. You like know Thanos from the from the Marvel and Dark Side from the DC comics, the villain. Yeah, I I, I know the only thing I, I know Thanos and because I saw one of the, the Marvel movie that one, but the Dark Side guy, I don't know. Well, you you if you if you ever get to see him. Him and Thanos, they're both uh, modeled after the old Meg heads. If you look at them, and it's, it's strange that they would make the two most powerful vil- or you know the villainous characters seem like they was modeled after the old Meg intentionally. Take a look at them; you get a chance. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna be surprised how um, the uh, whole thing of um, Darth Vader and. Uh, 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 and and his uh, group. That's that's you could tell those are like uh, uh, Darth Vader's crown is like the ancient Egyptian, almost like an ancient Egyptian headdress. Mhm. Yep. Well, I'm not gonna keep them. Let you get back. Appreciate you. Okay. Thank you. All right. All right. Yeah. So keep that in mind, man. We represent the link between the ancient world and the modern world. You see, we represent that. Like I said, we were projected down. We were projected down into the Pangea of what you, you know, of this one landmass. You see, it was one landmass that we were projected down into. You see, it was no, you know, there was no differentiation. This was just Earth. You know, so when things started breaking apart, when landmasses started breaking apart, you know, tectonic plates and all this started to shift, and then things started to break apart. That's when they start naming land masses, who was here first. So, how again, they can't really sit up here and accurately say who was here, where first. They can't say that. They're they making that up. They're making it up. You know, they're making that up because, like I said, it's simpler to give one answer as to the origin of where people appeared at first. And question, if they're saying that we everything life started in Africa, started from what? Started from what? Soil from what? And why Africa and not Asia or Europe and any of these other places? Why? You can't. You surely you can't say that Africa is the oldest civilization. You can't say that because, like I said, it was one Pangea. There was one landmass. Everything was connected at one time. You see. So how would you even differentiate? You know, they say that the oldest civilized society on earth that started right with the Sumerian society, the Sumer, right? Now, they wouldn't classify the Sumerians as African. They said that the oldest people, because, you know, you know a people, you know a people, a, a, a structured and organized people from their writing, from their works, from the system of, system of civilization. That's how you judge a people. Because without that, everybody, you know, just people, just life forms wandering the earth, like I said, and there's no real set structure or order, then they're no different than the animals. They're no different than the animals. If they're just wandering the earth and there's no structure, there's no law, there's no order, there's no 
collective body of people, you know, working together and striving to build something, they just like the stray animals. You see, those people are not even counted. You see? So keep that in mind when I say that, you know, we are here in this society because, like I said, this was the biggest at that time and the greatest society, like I said, had thousands and thousands of years of our energy put into this. Thousands and thousands of years our energy and our power put into this. Much longer and much on further ongoing than Egypt. You see, much on, more more ongoing than Egypt. You see, because like I said, we kept a lot of our uh, dynasties back then here in the ancient America, we kept them bronze for the most part until the so-called Asians showed up and crossed over the Bering Strait and we started mixing them with them. But for the most part, we kept our lineage, our bronze lineage uh, intact and rulership intact much longer than Egypt. Because you could tell like around in certain dynasties early on, like maybe 10 or 11 dynasties and things like that, they started letting people come and they started mixing their seed with these different people over time, you see. And like I said, this was the longest dynasties and structure and rulership where we kept our genetics and our bloodline and our seed intact. If you look at the walls in ancient America, you for the most part see dark skin, the brown skin, the beige complexion, bronze people, copper-colored people, our people who falsely being called black. You see them all on the walls. But, you know, you don't see no Asians there. You don't see no Caucasians there. You don't see none none of these people here on the wall in those ancient worlds. You don't see that. So we were able to keep our societies, especially this one, here in America for the most part, uh, blemish-free. We kept the blemish, the genetic blemish off of our societies, of these other races who mixed in with us, these parasites. You see? that degraded our seed, and see that, again, for the most part, if you look at our people here in the Americas, we, for the most part, have stayed together even to this day. We stayed together. You look over in Egypt, and you look in a lot of the places where our people rule, they, you, you still see the remnants of our people in those societies, but a lot of them are mixed, man. A lot of them got mixed in with the Arabs. A lot of them got mixed Indians. A lot of them got mixed in with some Caucasians. You know what I'm saying? So the Turks and things like that. So, like I said, for the most part, we maintain here in this society the last vestiges of the serpentine societies. We keep that in line. We still got that in order, you see, for the most part, as far as bloodline goes. I mean, you got some mixed and things like that, these outside, these invaders, but for the most part, we kept our thing together. And the reason why we kept it together so long is because of the racism here in the society, you know. Because had we been like, had we had been like these people in other societies, our uh, cousins over there in Egypt, family members in different places, we would have been okay to mix in with these people. And we'd all been walking around here with damn animal fur and, and dark skin looking like East Indians. So, like I said, Amon kept it on us to keep our seed, for the most part, purified, to keep our seed together, to keep our seed in alignment so that we can move forward as time comes in the future into the fourth dimension because we're not going forward with all these different mixes and all these different 
uh, spices in the damn soup, man. We're not going forward with all these different spices and different things, man. We're not doing that. I'm embarred the humans from the fourth dimension for a reason. I'm embarred the humans from the fourth dimension for a reason. You see? And this is why a lot of our people won't make it into the fourth dimension because a lot of them got that, either got that human mindset, that human mentality, or they got too much human in their genetics. So they're barred from the fourth dimension. They will be stuck here in the third dimension. And like I said, this is why, if you notice, a lot of people, they focus heavily on America today. America is what Egypt was in the ancient world. See, Egypt ain't got it popping no more. People still want to go there because our energy is still on ancient Egypt. That's the only reason why people still want to go to Egypt and look at it as a tourist attraction and a landmark is because our energy is still on Egypt. You see, ain't nobody trying to go to Greece and Rome and all that other stuff. The white man, like I said, now here it is. The white man had Greece and Rome and all these places. Ain't nobody really checking for Greece like that. Greece is not a huge tourist attraction. Greece and Rome and all the places where they supposedly started uh, uh, politics and all this other stuff, and, and, and they claim that, you know, the white man claimed that uh, um, Rome and Greece is where uh, uh, governmental civilization started, which is a load of BS. I even heard Whoopi Coonberg say something like that. But this is false. This is not where civilization starts. It starts with our people. It starts with us. See, but they promote a false narrative that our people are uncivilized, that we are tribal savages. This is what they want to promote to our people. And you see, again, because our energy is on ancient Egypt, not the so-called white man, not the Arab or nobody else, but because our energy is still on Egypt, our energy of when we were together as a people in power and power and in rulership, that still attracts people to this day to go to Egypt and use be be in the presence of those great uh, uh, edifices and that culture there. Because, like I said, some of those people who are there, bronze people that are there, the ones who are unmixed, and even the ones that got some mixing, they are the descendants. Of those people, and they are our cousins over there. A lot of those are that's our people over there, and it's the same thing in America today. The only reason why America is seen as a cultural hotspot and everybody wants to come into America is because of the energy we put on America, not because of the white man, not because of him. And it's the same energy that we left in Egypt. Is the same age energy that's on America. The soul we put into this society, the soul we put back in that society. Our soul, our energy, our force is still on those places because you can't have people living in a place for thousands and thousands and thousands of years and whatnot, predating everybody that came here and don't think that their energy is not going to be here. Like I said, the only reason why people even look to American so-called culture is because what we put here, because American culture is our culture. American culture is so-called black culture, bronze culture, copper-colored people, their ancient American culture which started back in the ancient American time with the pyramids that we built. Not no Mexicans, not no so-called mongoloid-looking Indians. They didn't build a damn thing. Not no no Caucasians. They didn't build nothing. They came into a a society that was already um, laid out already. They came into a society where people were already utilizing the land and growing food and raising cotton and things like that, which was a a, a precious crop going back into ancient Egypt. You see, so we knew how to raise cotton. 
because that was a precious that was a precious crop that we raised back in the ancient world in Egypt. And same way in Mesoamerica. Ancient America. Same way. We was raising the same crops, the same cotton, wearing, wearing clothes. That's how you know we were the first ones to use cotton and wear, and make clothing out of cotton and things like that. That's how you know we was doing that. We was raising cotton. What was we, what was we using cotton for to make clothes out of? You see? That's what we raised cotton for. He wasn't the white man wasn't the first one to think of, uh, we're going to use cotton and make clothes. No, we did. We did. And we showed them. We showed them how to raise those crops. You see, what we yielded from that land. And like I said, nothing has changed. The energy of America and what people love about America and want to come here is because of bronze people, ain't because of Caucasians or anybody else. Same way with Egypt. They love looking at those faces on the wall of bronze people. You see. They love looking at those faces and 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 and, and telling themselves, oh, that's not. They're not so-called black people, even though deep down they know that they are. You see, and it's the same thing here in America when they hear them from the music that people are attracted to, the sports, everything that comes from bronze people. And like I said, we put soul into everything and we leave a mark. And like I said, it once other people want to connect to what we leave behind. So this is the connection between ancient Egypt and America. Us, we are the ongoing link. We are the ongoing link between America and Egypt and all other societies out here. You see, that's why if you go all over the planet, you're going to see remnants of our people in the other races' genetics. You'll see bronze people genetics somewhere in, in, in damn Germany uh, on Caucasian mill. You'll see in Mexicans, our people was everywhere, man. We done been with everybody. We done mixed in with everybody. We had ourselves mixed in. You'll see our features, our broad noses, our thick lips. You'll see all this with your bronze. You'll see our woolly hair on certain other races of people. Why? Because we mixed in with everybody. You see? Or everybody wanted to come and mix in with us. That's why you'll see that. And our culture is no different. Our culture is no different. People stole our culture. People want to become us. Why? Because they know the power of us in the market we leave behind. People wanted to come into America because we left an impression on America. People, these so-called immigrants and people came here, we left an impression on America. They didn't come here because of white people and what they was doing. Because if that was the case, they could have went to another part of Europe. They could have went to another part of Europe that was full of white people. You got a whole bunch of countries in Europe, right? Since they say they want to be around white people so much, why did why did so-called white man come into America and why is he still here? He's a minority in this country. Do you hear me? He is a minority in this country. Why is the so-called white man still in America if he wants to be around all white people? Why don't he go back to – he got all these white um, countries in Europe that's full of Caucasian people, you see. Got all these white countries. Why won't he up and pack and go over to Europe? Why? Because he knows it's dead over there. Wherever he is, is death. See, he wants to come where life is, where we are. That's why he came here. There was life there. Well, wherever we are, we bring life to it. And they thrive and want to feed off of that and feed off of that life. They don't want to stay in their own countries. The white man don't want to stay in Germany. You so-called white, you so-called white, uh, 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 
so-called white supremacists who want to be around all white people, why don't you go move to Germany? Why don't you go back to where you came from? Why don't you Caucasians go back to where you came from and take these Asians with you and take these mongoloids and all these other people and leave the ancient people here, meaning us, so-called black people who you call, who you falsely call black. We didn't come from no Africa. We was already here. We go back to the time where there was the Pangea. We go back to a time where there was Pangea when we first hit the planet, when the planet was just one landmass. That's what we go back to. We hit this place from the fourth dimension, and we spread out all over the place. That's why you find bronze people in Egypt. You find them in China. You find them in America, ancient America. You find them everywhere in the ancient world, Sumeria, everywhere. There was no place that technically really was no place we didn't go. You see, except for the cold, the real, real cold places. Yeah, but for the most part, anything that was moderately temperature and 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 uh, tropical temperature, we went there. We set up shop. You see, we set up governments. We set up societies. You see, but again, they don't want you to know that. See, again, they want you to live here because again, they don't want you. Like I said, and and I'm approving my point again. If they truly thought that we come from Africa and that the racial problem here is a problem, why don't they just let every all the so-called black people, like I said, go back into Africa and divide amongst those different countries and never bother Africa again? They will never do that because it will be dead here. They want to be where there's life. They want to be where there's life. Why would you stay here and keep going back and forth with these people? Won't you just abandon the society? And even when, like I said, just abandon the society and go back amongst white people. Go back to Europe, somewhere where you belong. Go back to Germany. Go back to Ireland. Go go uh, go, go to uh, 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 France. You know, go wherever you want to go. Go. It's all these Caucasian countries now, which are newly, which is really a new thing because, like I said, there's no such thing as really as Europe. That's all Asia. But it makes sense because the white people are Caucasians. They're Caucasians. You see, they're nothing but Asians from the Caucasus Mountain. They're no different than the East Indians. They're no different than the uh, uh, rest of these Asiatic people. They're Caucasians. They're nothing but Asians from the Caucasus Mountain. That's all. And they also know, like I said, that our people were the first society builders here. You see. And the reason why they always want us in the picture somewhere, they want to come to a place where we rule first is because our energy is still here. Our energy and our rulership is still here. And what they do is when they come here, the first thing they do is they learn the customs of the people and they learn what preceded it first, and all they do is start copying. That's what they do. They start copying as soon as they enter into an environment. They start copying the edifices, like like how the white man got this image of, uh, uh, the flag, the American flag inside of a, uh, inside of the so-called Egyptian pyramid. Why has he got the? Uh, but is that really an Egyptian pyramid that he's put the flag in, or did he put his flag in the ancient American pyramids that the uh, uh, Olmecs and them built? Because that's really the pyramid he's putting it in. It ain't got nothing to do with Egypt. A lot of things you think are Egyptian is really ancient American stuff that they're doing. When you see where he put the flag inside of a pyramid, you see. They're not talking about pyramids in Egypt. They're talking about the pyramids here in America. And they want to continue on with that civilization. See, they want to jump on the energy and the power that our people left behind and disconnected from, and they want to stand in our place. And they want to keep us here because, like I said, this energy is still 
pulsating through us. Like I said, in other words, they have, you, you can't take the place of a people if the people ain't there. You can't take the place of a people if the people are not there. The people have to still be there to, for you to draw the energy from. That's why they will never let so-called black people leave America. If all black people said we ain't we leaving here, they'll stand up. Uh, they'll they'll try to stop you. They'll stand in front of. Uh, uh, um, they'll stand up in front of damn borders and everything. Try and leave this country. Said we don't want. We just gonna leave America. We don't want to be here no more. We tired of the racism and the police brutality. We leaving. They'll stand here and tell you where you going. Where you think you going? Because they know they cannot run off of no energy of their own. You see what happens when they try to run off of energy of their own. They need your energy to run off of. The white man has never had a society that was successful that he started from start. Because all you see all the societies he got going, they in ruin. All the societies he got going are in ruin. You see? The only societies he got that's still standing is the societies we inhabited first that he came behind. But anything that he tried to start on his own is in ruins. You see? That's all in ruins. They like I told you, they talk so much about the ancient Greeks, the Romans. Why didn't why ain't Egypt and Greece and all and those what seem not why isn't Greece and Rome some of the most visited they said Egypt, books on Egypt and people tourist attraction to Egypt is the most highly, you know, books on Egypt and cookbooks are the most uh, um are the most um how you say the most bought books or the most um utilized and purchased books books um cookbooks and books on Egypt. Not books on uh, uh not books on uh uh Caesars and the, the Caesars and the and the Greeks and the Romans. Why they why they don't put no energy into those people? Why they don't put no no energy into those people? Hmm? You know why? Because those people were nothing but degenerates. They were nothing but a bunch of degenerates who were living in the shadows of our people, the ancient Kemites, the ancient Nubians, and, and and even some of the early, early Greeks and Romans were bronze, some of the early ones, you see. But for the most part, like I said, those societies came and fell. Those societies came and fell down, you see. And what do they say? After a while, everything has to revert back into the hands of the people who it came from. So, in other words, America will soon uh, eventually be back in the hands of bronze people again, where it first came from. All of these lands on the planet will be back in the hands of a futuristic bronze people, man, who have been raised to understand what their position is supposed to be on this planet. Power, the power seat will be back in their hands, or shall I say forward going into their hands. They will pick up where they left off at. See, this was nothing, these people in rulership was nothing but a mild hiccup on the part of our people, you know, in order for our people to learn a lesson, in order for things to be brought into alignment as it's supposed to again. So like I said, everything has to go forward and into the hands of the people who were here first. This is That's prophecy. That's prophecy. And there's nothing they could do about that. They can get mad about it. Because if you really notice, the so-called white man, he's doing everything. He's basically having a temper tantrum and a meltdown. This is why you see him pushing all this degeneracy now, LGBT, homosexuality, lesbianism, transgender, all this madness of buck-breaking black males pushing little Nas X to be a drug. They this talking about covering the sun up, COVID-19, all kinds of chaos and confusion the beast is promoting right now. Why? Because he knows his time is short. 
Look at all the chaos and confusion they're promoting on the earth. You ain't never seen nothing like this. This is a sign that this is coming to an end, man. And everything is going to revert into the hands of those people who had these societies first, who set up these societies first. And I'm just saying just like now, those of you who don't have that mindset of rulership, those of you who don't have that mindset of collective community, those of you who are not in alignment with the most high, which is army coming together collectively, those of you who, don't, who are not with that, you know what? Like I said, you're seeing what's happening to black people today. That's why I told you before, I don't cry for a lot of these black people to get slaughtered, man. Don't cry for them, see, because in the future, these people are not going to be able to access the fourth dimension. And like I said, the third dimension is going to be full of grays, and the two dimension, the second dimension is already being erased. I'm going to do a broadcast on that, the destruction of the, of, the, of the second dimension. That's being destroyed right now. You see, that's being destroyed right now. The second dimension is being destroyed. The state of possession, possession is being destroyed right now, or at least people under that possession are being destroyed. You see, and Everything is being meshed into the third dimension. You see, everything is being meshed into the third dimension. But that as a space is being erased right now. You see, that's being erased right now. And the links between these ancient societies and the link into the future societies in the future world is becoming one again. We ain't we're not trying to copy nobody in the ancient world, just merely picking up where they left off. That's all, picking up where they left off. You see, that's the problem with a lot of you people with the Egypt stuff. You're trying to copy what people were doing back then. No, we ain't supposed to be copying what they're doing. That go for you Israelites. That go for you Egyptians, you Kemites, you, Egypt, you, you Israelites. And you, you people that's trying to follow ancient customs, we ain't supposed to be following no ancient customs, man. See, that's where y'all getting it messed up and you getting it wrong because you don't even understand what their customs were back then and what they did. That was for them in that time. You're supposed to take it and move it forward in this modern time, how it comes through you. But like I said, being that nothing's coming through y'all, like I said, y'all going to have to be put to the wayside. A lot of the people who are not fit for rulership, they're going to be wiped out. And this is what you're seeing right now. Whole bloodlines are being wiped out by the direction of Amun because, like I said, these people are not worthy for future rulership. Future rulership is being set up for our people right now, the elect of our people right now, whether you see, whether you know it or not, whether you can see it or not. Future rulership is being set up for our people. You see, for the elect, it ain't being set up for the for the, for the beast. It ain't being set up for him. And no future, his future, his future is bondage. His future is bondage. His future is bondage once we realize who we are as the elect, the ones who are going to be the law keepers, the law givers, and the ones who keep order in this next age to come. His place is only going to be that of one who is a bond man in bondage and bond women, bond males and bond females, grays. That's his future. He knows this already. He already accepted it. We'll be right back.
You know, in this day and time, the ancestors are supposed coming to the ascendants. The ancestors are becoming the ascendants. We represent the transitional line between the two, us and the living. The ancestors have become the ascendants. We have evolved. We have grown. And we, in this stage of now, have become the transitional point between the two. We're going from the ancestral into the ascendancy, into the ascension, into our ascendants. We are growing into them. We are growing from ancestors into ascendancy. As the almond race, we're picking up where we left off, and we are connecting the dots. Let me take a call. Four zero eight. Hey, what's up? How you doing? What's up? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. It sounds like you are too. What can I can do? You hear me? Yes, I can. Oh, you know, I'm just thinking about what you're saying and everything, you know, and. I think about what she's talking about and and when I've been putting some serious thought into it, I really began to realize that, you know, there was a time when there was some people and that's relevant. That's relevant. And and, and that time that time is relevant too, you know what I mean? To my understanding, you know what I'm saying? You feel me? Nah. No, I don't know what you're saying. So say it clearer. Okay, you're talking about ancient Egypt and whatnot, right? Uh huh. Okay. And I'm talking about modern. And I'm talking about modern America. And modern America, that's like that's like two thousand plus years. You know what I mean? There's a big old there's a big old span of what you would call time, right? You would think, right? Mm hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So how are we going to zip it up? You know what I mean? To where we can have it, where we can have it face to face so we can see what the real meaning of it is. How are we going to do that? By living, moving forward. We not, you know, by living our lives and moving forward because we're not interested in revisiting the past. Pretty much when no. you understand, hold on. When you understand or when you have a greater, uh, comprehension of future prophecy because that's what our focus is on future prophecy then you understand everything that passed you by so by looking into the future this is how we understand or comprehend the past that's how we do that well well my 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 style is a little bit different than y'all style you understand what i'm saying because when i'd be looking at my past right I get to see my future because my past becomes my ability to empathize with the people because I'm talking about their future. I ain't talking about their past. You understand what I'm saying? So my past becomes very good for my future because of the good work. You know what I mean? It ain't like just some joke or anything. Okay, that's good. That's good to know. That's good to yeah, know. Yeah, man. I mean, you got to be straight, otherwise people be all talking any kind of way they want to talk. And if you ain't up there representing, then these folk ain't gonna never hear it, you know, until you say it. Now they may not be reflecting what you be projecting. Don't mean that later on when they look back at this day when you put the mirror up, 
you know, they could see themselves and start thinking, well, now I see what you was doing. Well, that's what I was doing. You understand what I'm saying? Okay. Okay, I got you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that. You got that, bro. And that's because you'd be knowing, you know. And you could take that and chew on that for a minute, but you know what? It's going to take you more than a minute to get up in it. Got you. Thank you. Thank you. That was interesting, Cole. So, as we are looking into the um, future, because we don't look back at the past, I told you we under, we ultrastand the future by uh, we ultrastand the past by looking into the future, and we get greater clarity on that. A lot of you people sit up here and you'll say that you're trying, and a lot of you are falling into this mindset, especially you so-called Israelites, where you try to liken ancient Egypt unto the, uh, uh, the degeneracy of, of America today. You try to liken ancient Egypt unto the degeneracy of America today and what you're seeing today, and that's incorrect. That's incorrect. You don't know that you're throwing away real culture, real society. You're disregarding that for a fantasy of culture that y'all think that you're following with the robes and the beads and stuff like that. Like I said, those are fairy tale stories, things that were plagiarized and added into your Bible and whatnot. And are connect or disconnect from those ancient places and are reconnecting to the modern and into the future places. That's where we must go in the gathering of the elect because all of these societies that were plugged into this planet, and I use the word, I use the term plugged in for a reason. All of these societies that were plugged in, real societies that were based on law and order, See, like I said, when you have people who've been on the planet for a very, very, very long time, the longest time, when you have people who are like that, who have built societies and civilizations, that energy and the power of those civilizations and, and lives of those people don't just go away. They don't just go away. They don't just fade away just because the buildings are gone, just because, the, like I said, America and what America has done in this society under the so-called white man, that will go away a lot faster than Egypt, than ancient America. That will go away a lot faster than what we put here. And again, like I said, the reason why America thrives today, the reason why these societies thrive is because of us. The reason why America thrives is because of us, not because of anything else, because of us. The reason why there's an economy here an economy here is because of us, not even from slavery, but I'm talking about the economy from the crops and the growth of the crops and the cotton and the and the uh, um and the just the vegetation that's from us from us fertilizing this land for us uh um um growing and taking care of this land, killing this land that's why the land became valuable because of the work we put in. From the way the from the way they govern the society on a certain level came from us of how we governed earlier. They look at us in a mystical and magical way, a love hate thing because they know, like I said, their so called founding fathers knew 
and their people who sit up in the highest seats of politics, the elders, they know who the true people who are in rulership, who are the people in rulership, who their descendants are. And they laugh at us now because they're calling us African-Americans. They're calling us black. They're calling us Negroes. They're calling us goddamn Indians now. They're calling us all these false, they're calling us Moors. They're calling us all these things except what we really are, except who, what we really are supposed to be and what we're supposed to know ourselves as, you see. And why are they doing this? This is further to conceal who we are. See, because once people align themselves with the power that they came from, they're going to align themselves with the greater power of where they're going. When they align themselves with the power in which they came from, they're going to align themselves into a greater power of where they're going. Because, like I said, we look forward. We look ahead. That's why I talked about the link between modern America because we're in modern-day America. Modern-day America is about us. They try to make it seem like modern-day America is not about us, but it is about us. It ain't about nobody else. You see, modern-day America ain't about nothing else, nobody else but us, so-called black people. That's all it's ever really been about. Race has always been the dominant question in this society. Again, our race, not nobody else, our race. What to do about the Negroes? They a problem. We got to get rid of them. You had your chance. You see, you can't get rid of nature. You cannot get rid of nature. You can kill off and kill off. You can kill off some of nature, but nature will keep growing. You can't get rid of nature. You can't get rid of what was here first. You can knock it down. You can burn it down. You can sit up here and set your land up on it. But like I said, true sign that you don't belong here. The true sign that you don't belong in power is look how short your reign is. Y'all ain't even been in power for 300 years in America. America has not been in power for 300 years. The so-called white man has not been in power a whole 300 years in America. That's not even six generations. You make He, he make it seem like this is uh, his, he, he's only on his 45th, pre, 46th president in 300 years, 46th president in 300 years, not even 300 years. You see that? That's no time. That's like four or five generations. You see? And they already breaking down. They're already running out of gas. Why? Because they're not linked to the ancient world. They're trying to link themselves to the ancient world. They're trying to link themselves to the, by, you know, by linking, they think they're by linking themselves <coughs> to the ancient world by concealing our true identity as those copper-colored bronze people of the ancient world, you know, by and by calling us black people, by calling us African-American, Negro, by getting the police to beat down on you and kill you, by getting them to try to instill this fear in you, because they don't want you to go nowhere. They want you to stay here, but they want you to walk around in fear. They want you to walk around and, and, and worship their image. That's what they want. They want to have, have the right to do whatever they want to you. That's power to them. You see, that's really what they want. They don't want you to go anywhere because if you go anywhere, all the power is going, all the energy is going. Because, like I said, they've had the chance to get rid of us. They had the chance to send us off into, into, out of this country. They had the chance. They didn't do it. They got the chance to leave from this country. They want to be in an all-white country. Look at all the all-white countries they can go to. Why ain't they leaving yet? Why ain't they let us go out of here yet? Why will they stand in the borders and try and stop us if we left? Because they know the power will leave here. It will leave. 
Hell, they have a goddamn fit. If niggas all stop playing basketball, they have a damn fit. If they had to go back to watching white boys play basketball like in the 40s and 50s, these damn white people have a fit. You see? If niggas stop playing football, they have a fit. If niggas left the NFL and the NBA, these white people have a damn fit. Niggas stop playing a game. Can you imagine if we just, because they say we the, we, we, the, we the problem, we commit all the crime, even though it's only a small percentage of us according to what they say, we commit all the crime and everything else. So why don't you just empty us, let us go, loose us up out of here. We'll go to Africa, South America, and we'll have, we'll rule, and you, we never have to see us in North America again. They ain't going to do that. They're not going to do it because they know everything would be done here. You see, they know it. They know everything would be done here. They'll lose their minds. They will lose their damn minds. If the if the if the if the if the white man can't have his bed winch no more, his black bed winches, if the if the white girl can't have her have her black bed box, hell she's trying to get on the boat and go to Africa and move there. Well they doing it already. They doing it already. These white women doing it already. They already going to Jamaica and Africa and whatnot and getting with you niggas over there. You black and you rent a you rent a stud niggas over there. They already doing that. You see. Then come back over here and call call you a nigger. You see. They they some sick people, man. They are some sick people. Mentally ill, socially is mentally awkward, degenerate people, these humans, man. They're sick. And you so-called black people, you have inherited their goddamn sickness, man. You have inherited their mental, their mental illness. You see, this whole system is run on mental illness, man. You see, this whole system is run on mental illness. So I'm going to say this again. You take the people out of here who are the descendants of the first people to set up the law and the order here because really the only reason why law and order appears as though it exists here is because you so-called black people are here. That's the only reason the vibration of law and order is still here, even on the level that it, it, that it appears to be here, is because our people are here and we set up the first law and order here, just as we set up the first law and order in ancient Egypt and all those other in all those other places. Excuse me. We set those place those orders. That's why you see we had 613 negative confessions and all these different laws that we made sure we didn't break. So obviously we was the ones setting up the law and order in society. I told you these Caucasians and all these rest of these humans. They, they the only reason why they set law in societies when they came and took over is because they was picking up where we left off, man. I told you all them draconian laws, like I said the other night, that come from us, man. They ain't come from them. They very liberated when it comes to law breaking. They very liberated. They're very liberal when it comes to breaking the law, especially when it's their own kind. You see, they got all kinds of understandings about it. And, you know, they let a lot of stuff go because, see, again, I told you, they're not the link between those societies. And you Israelites, you sound like assholes when you got something. Like, oh, yeah, see, ancient Egypt is just like America today. No, it is not. No, it is not. No, it is not. They had law and order in Egypt, in ancient Egypt. That's why I was able to go for thousands of years, about 3,200 to be exact. America is not even 300 years old, so how the hell is America like Egypt? The only thing that America and Egypt have in common is us. 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 The copper-colored bronze people of this society and the ancient society. The 
top of colored people who are falsely being called black, who are falsely being called Negroes, who are falsely being called African Americans. That's what they have in common. That's why people are mesmerized by it. Like I said, anything and everything we touch, people are connected to. You see, I told you the only reason why the white man wanted to come over here is because we was here. They knew our people was here in America. They knew bronze people was here. They heard about the trading that was going on here. They heard about the bronze people was going, you know, things popping over here. We had trade going. People was coming back and forth trading. The Moors, all the people was coming here. It was the, the uh, ancient Americans was already over there. Olmecs, all the people was already over here. Bronze people were all over here trading in Mexico, Central America, uh, north parts of North America, South America. We was all over this place, man. But they want to act like, oh, nah, you know, y'all, we don't know what happened to them people. We don't know what happened to their descendants. We don't know what happened to the descendants of the ancient Egyptians. We don't know what happened to the descendants of the ancient Americans. We don't know what happened to them people. Now, they just disappeared, right? Now, they ain't still around. They, these ain't the people who you who catch in hell. These ain't the people who have been, uh, uh, been uh, chased down by the police and things like that. And I told you the reason why that's happening is because they know that you're the native people of these lands, and they're not the native people. And they always want to get rid of or try to con- con- not get rid of but try to control the natives. So they want the natives to stay around. They don't want to decimate the native population because the native population represents the natural population of that land. They always want to keep you around in some way, shape, or form because you carry a certain energy about you. You see, when you've been someplace for thousands of years and you've been setting up laws, like I said, you create a vibration there. You create an impression there, and they know that. We create a life force here, a soul force here, and they know that. And they want to keep it here, but they don't. But they want to. They want to control it the way they want to control it, and control us the way they want to control us. That's why they want. They won't let you so-called black people go out of here, nor will they ever tell you who you really are. They're not going to tell you who you really are. They're going to keep this lie going that you Africans, you came from Africa on slave cargo slave ships. That you know, you 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 was um and trees and down in trees, and you was primitive and all this bullshit. They're going to keep this lie going. And like I told you, they got a lot of black collaborators. We'll be right back.
like I said, keep this always in mind that, well, let me take this call first before we go. Five zero four. Okay, nothing from 504. Okay. All right. Like I said, keep this in mind that our people are constantly in a state of growth and evolution when we're in our right state of mind. When we are in our right state of mind, you know, the link-ups between our society that we came through, they start to show themselves and they start to you know, the lines start to be attached. The lines will start to be reattached because, like I said, this represents a line in our evolution that has been blurred. See, we were supposed to go from those ancient worlds into future rulers, continuous future rulers. But like I said, that line has been blurred. So now we are in the stage of evolution right now. We came through slavery. We came through all this stuff and you know, we fell out of power in our societies. Now we come through this stuff. Now the beast is trying to submerge a lot of you so-called black people back into that state because they know that movement is starting to happen. Motion is starting to happen while people are starting to evolve and we're starting to come back into our right state of mind. The elect of our people are starting to come back into their right state of mind. You see, this is what we are. This is what we are now. This is what we've come to be where we see that the continuation of us is key, is important in our evolution and our extension. This is key because what we're missing in this line of evolution, what we are not seeing in this line of evolution, what we have to reestablish in this line of evolution is that our rulership means the cementing of law and order by way of homage. This represents the re-cementing of law and order in this earth by the power of Amun, because the Amun race will rule again. The Amun race will rule again and again. Why? Because we have the transitional points of rulership in alignment to what we are supposed to become, and we also have the impression, the first impression of what it is and they've been trying to beat that out of us, you see. This has been, see, this has been the ongoing process of the beast to beat that ruling class mentality out of our people continuously, to beat that, to basically beat us into submission, beat the mighty people, the rulers, to beat the lords into submission, you see, so that they can replace us. And a lot of people have given in to that. A lot of people have shown themselves to give in to that. You see, they've shown themselves to give into that. They've shown themselves to give into that image and that mark of the beast. You see, and because they have shown themselves, uh, because they've shown themselves not to have shown themselves to give into that image, to give into that false image and whatnot, they have decided by default that they have rescinded power. They have rescinded power in these days and times. They have rescinded their power over to the beast, you see. This is what we have to keep in mind. They have rescinded their power over into the beast. 
And because they have rescinded their power in and on into the beast and whatnot, they have decided that they are trying to sever our connection and our link to these societies. Like I said, every time you hear somebody talking about we came from Africa on slave ships or we should be practicing Pan-Africanism or this is the way of pan nah, man. No. No. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. We should not be practicing any of these things at any time. Why? Because this is not where we are in alignment to. We don't do well at the bottom. We do not do well as those in submission. See, this is the thing. This is what the struggle is. If we would just go along and submit and just submit, it's, and like I said, it still wouldn't benefit them to for us to be that way, you see, because they you can't take the natural out of you can't take nature out of the natural people is what you because that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to take nature out of the natural people and make us unnatural like them. That's all they're trying to do, and part of that is severing us from our ancient ties to you know our ancient societies and our ancient rulership and our future rulership and pro and progeny and prophecy that has been promised us. So you have to take us out of alignment with that by telling us that we African, that we uh, that we supposed to worship some spirits and that we supposed to worship some ancestors. You teach us backwards teaching or tell us that we supposed to worship some unseen God uh, uh, name, uh, from from some some Arab in the mountains, some damn where, some foolishness like this. This is how you start to sever a people from who they truly are, and this is how we start to lose our link between these societies that are both our societies. America is ours. Ancient Egypt is ours. Those societies were ours first. You see, and all that happened is that the first became the last. And the last became the first. That's all that we saw here. That's what we've experienced here. We watched a transition of power where it was tricked. We were beguiled. We were lied to. You see, this is what we've come to see. This is what we've come to in you know invoke. So we can't really say much of anything. Why? Because we've fallen and we're trying to stand up and walk forward. But we can't do that unless we know what we're walking away from and where we're walking toward. I told you before, you know the past. Stop worrying about the past and trying to follow what people did in the past. It ain't about the past no more. The past is prologue. All we can take from the past is a memory. That's all we can take from it. And we had a powerful impression at the hands of these Caucasians and the rest of these races, something that we should never forget. Never. See, they would like you to forget about it. And you got a lot of people who would love to submerge our history, submerge who we are as a people, our true identity. Like I said, not going to forget. Nor should we ever forget. Because at the end and at the beginning of the next day, all we have is what we laid down, what we contributed here, what we put into this world, what we put, we put law into this world, we put order into this world, we put structure into this world, we put life into this world, and we link those societies 
we linked all of our societies with our life, our blood, and our sweat, and our energy into these societies. That's why the beast wants to come and take what we have. They want to take what we have, be it our music, be it our ideas, our, you know, our, uh, 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 our inventions, everything, our concepts, our culture, everything they want to take from us and, and make it their own because they have nothing. The thief will always take from those who have. The thief will always take from those who have because he has nothing. He does not have a society. He'll, he came in here stealing from you, then turn around and call you a thief. Everything in the society belongs to us. Even what they have belongs to us. Everything in the society belongs to us because they would not have any wealth in the society if it was not for us. That's the impression we put on the land. But like I said, when you got half your people who are mentally weak, who are simple-minded, who want to keep this dead impression going, when I seen this guy Umar Johnson up there with this goddamn dashiki on and whatnot, looking looking ashy as hell, talking still talking this Pan-African garbage, when we got a real society, a real history, a real future here in this society, you're still talking about Africa, Pan-African, but yet you won't go over to Africa and teach that. You won't go and teach that in Africa. You won't tell people to come to Africa and do that. How are you teaching Pan-Africanism when the Africans are not even dealing with you? That's strange to me, isn't it? That lets you know that there's um, something strange at work here. You see, because in that link, like I said, the link is us. The link has always been us. The link is us. We represent the link of Amin. We represent the link of this frequency of Amin. We represent this link of power. We represent this link of pure power. And because we represent this link of pure power, we must always know that people will try to erase the links we have to the connections in these societies that we are those modern-day people from the ancient world. We are them. In ancient America, in ancient Egypt, wherever ancient world, we were there putting up societies first and foremost. We are the link, you see. And see, the beast really wants to blur the line. See, he knew he couldn't erase the link. He couldn't kill us all. So so he's like, well, I can't kill them all, but I got to just erase the link. I got to make it seem like, you know, we more linked to it than they are. I got to erase the link between the societies that they worship so much. These societies that marry each other. These societies marry each other because we put these societies together first. We laid the foundation for all of these societies. We laid the foundation for them. Whether we were fertilizing the land, growing crops on the land, because that's what makes the land usable when you can grow food on the land. You can always build houses on the land. You can always build waterways on the land. But if you can't fertilize and fertilize crops and grow food and, like I said, have water, access to water, then you have nothing. You have nothing. We did all that already. We did that work for the white man already. He didn't do any of this. We did all the um, work. We the ones that fertilized these groups. We started grow, uh, food growing here. We started food growing here. We started cotton growing here. You see, they didn't start any of this growing here. They came into a to a society that was already, for the most part, set up. It's just that the government was kind of weak. 
because the people hadn't come to a general consensus on it. And so it was basically everybody was just coming here, setting up shop and doing what they do. But there was a society here. You got to be brief, 323. Got to be brief. You guys always caught the end of the broadcast, man. Got to be brief, 323. It was three, two, three. Okay. Yeah, you All right. yeah, yeah, okay. I got you. I got outside. So I had to hang up. Got you. All right, so let me go ahead and read this question before we go. What is the real link between ancient Egypt and modern day America? Us, bronze people who are falsely being called blacks, who are falsely being called African Americans, who are falsely being called Negro. We are the link, you see. And they know that we are the link between ancient Egypt and uh, uh, modern day America. And going back to. Uh, ancient America, you see, we're the link between ancient America, ancient Egypt, and modern day, and we make the we're the reason why people want to come here, why they want to be associated with America, why they still talking about Egypt because we had our presence there. Why is there a link? There's a link because we started those societies. We started those societies. Does this have uh, to do with us? It all has everything to do with us. You think that, like I said, they saw when they saw the the complexities of the ancient societies in in um, comparison to theirs, and they seen the sophistication of the society. They could not believe that it was our people. They couldn't believe that it was the bronze race, the copper colored people, who they ended up calling African Americans and Negroes. They couldn't believe that it was us that did that. But they know it is us. And they, but the thing is, they don't want you to know. They don't want us to know that this is us. You see, is America supposed to be an extension of the Serpentine Society? Yeah, it is, and it and it is that. It is that. But you just got the wrong people in charge. That's the problem. The wrong people. Are we supposed to be following ancient Egypt? No. The ancient Egyptian customs? No. We're not supposed to follow any ancient customs. We didn't come here to follow ancient customs. We came here to follow future prophecy, and that's what we're doing right now through Mentelec, by the power of Amen. And that's it. We're going to close out in the name of Amen, by the power of Amen, and Amen we trust, and Amen we thank, and in Amen we continue forward forever. I am the intellectual new Ben Menkari. This has been Mentelec Radio. I'll see you guys back here tomorrow night at 10. Good night, good night, good night, good night.